0: Welcome to the Life Launch Podcast. My name is Heather Borsma. I'm a certified business coach who helps mama entrepreneurs double their business with more heart and less hustle. Want to learn how? Let's go. Welcome back to the Life Launch Podcast. I'm very excited today because I have a new friend and guest with us, Shannon Lorenz, and she is a business builder, entrepreneur, and she's passionate about creating communities that help businesses grow intentionally to the next level. She's the founder of The Bespoke Market and CEO of Squamish Local Scoop. Thank you so much for being here, Shannon. I'm excited to hang out and get to learn from you today. Yeah, thank you for having me. You're so welcome. Uh, So kind of fun story of how we met is basically, I just started stalking Shannon (laughs) online. And then I was like, I think I want to be friends with her. So I'm going to go to the bespoke market and check it out and see what it's all about. And now we've gotten to connect. So I'm so excited that you were not like creeped out by my, you know, Instagram stalking of you.
1: Oh no! I was going to say, isn't that how we all become friends these days?
0: <laughs> it's the way we should like that. Should be a book, like how to make Instagram friends and turn them into real life friends.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: So, tell me a little bit about you, your like business journey. Like, how did you get started? How did you get to where you are today in in your business?
1: Well. I started, actually, I have a commerce degree and I moved to Squamish right after university, had met my husband and uh, decided to take the leap to go to small town Squamish in 2004. And there wasn't a ton of jobs here. I definitely chose lifestyle over going to a big city and finding a job that really aligned with my commerce degree. So my first business, which is still happening, my husband now has it is Lorenz developments. And so that's a construction company that he now runs. And through all of that, I also started to do event freelancing work and that led me to having my events business. Everything from there now has led to having the local scoop going through the pandemic Um, obviously had some shifts uh, and had to pivot to an entirely new industry. So now I feel like I have a few industries under my belt.
0: Yeah, it sounds like you've got a lot of experience. Um, And you're also a mama, right? I have three. How do you hold the tension of motherhood and business?
1: I feel like as my children age, it changes. So now that they're a bit older, I include them a lot of conversation So I share what I'm going through, I'll ask them, for advice. I will cry in front of them. I'll share my frustrations. I'll share my wins. I want them to see my experiences. And I think that's really important for them to see, not just to see all these wins or your highlight reel, like we see on social media, but actually the behind the scenes pieces it takes to run a business. As I'm sure you know, it is not easy. It can be very overwhelming. It's hard. It can be lonely. And so sharing that with them, so that they can see what it really is like
0: oh man i love that so much i i do that as well i think sometimes more unintentionally like cry in front of them or you know have those moments but i love the idea of asking them for advice motherhood and business is definitely a challenge would you say that's one of the biggest challenges for you now or what what do you find most challenging in your business right now Ooh, it's something
1: that I already know, but continues to be one of my hardest things for me. And that is really like trusting the process. Uh, Mm -hmm. So I really see this as like, let's talk about the Sea to Sky Highway because I I live here and we all know it's a windy highway. Driving it at night, I want to know what's around the corner before I get there. And so, you know, you may be tempted to think of like, I got to turn on my high beams. Just maybe I'll get a glimpse of what's around that corner. Uh, But really, the reality is that you won't see what's around the corner until you drive around the corner. Um, So like in business, we question what's around the corner? How many people will hire me for XYZ? How many people will attend my event? What will people think about me? These are all things that can take our energy when there's really no need to. So when we can move to that really trusting intention, um, taking action on our intentions, we can really move into this place of more confidence. And that's where you can really start to trust the process. And uh, there's a quote that, that Oprah says that I have a little sticky note in my office says, intention determines outcome. Mm. So as As this is still a work in progress for me, I I have a reframe for the moments when that uncertainty creeps in. So instead of like going right to this default mode and starting to feel, you know, anxiety around the uncertainty, I go into this this place of stillness. Um, I was once told that you need to metabolize your feelings like you metabolize food. And mm-hmm. so when we sit in that stillness and we just feel it and we let it metabolize, we can move more into that, again, that energetic flow that we're desiring and that, that trusting place that we need to go in the world of entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. Because oh, wow. when that fear comes up, you know it's easy to mistake that fear for a hard no when the reality mm. is when you drop into your body and you feel it it allows you to to really come up with that decision of how you are feeling about that situation
0: that's so good i love the idea of metabolizing our emotions i talk with my clients a lot about how to process our emotions but I think there's even still some like striving in that. Like I have to do these certain things to make the process happen faster. And I what I hear you saying is when we are still with our emotions, our body knows what to do with them and we will metabolize them without effort. Like our body metabolizes food. We don't have to consciously think about now my body needs to process this food, <laughs> right? Exactly. It's actually just is the wisdom of our body to know how to do that. Yeah. So I think that's such a beautiful idea.
1: Sometimes it can be harder to metabolize like I I remember going back to motherhood I was laying on the trampoline one day and it was like a sunny day and I was like, metabolize these feelings. I was going through something quite hard and my daughter's like, are you okay? I'm like, I'm trying to metabolize it right now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if only we could like make ourselves metabolize faster. But <laughs> even that speaks to and echoes what you're saying about trusting the process. And I hear you saying trust the process as an external thing, but also trust the process as an internal thing. Like trust yourself, trust your intuition, trust your own knowing about what's next and and what you really want and not letting fear kind of sidetrack us into reaction, right? Because we can spend so much time in, in our businesses reacting, I think, to external things rather than coming back to that internal knowing like you're talking about and then making really intentional decisions from that place.
1: Yeah, because, you know, often fear is also a sign that you're taking the step in the right direction because you're mm. stretching and growing yourself. Mm-hmm. And constantly as an entrepreneur, you you are stretching and growing yourself or you're not, not taking your business to that next level, to that next step that you have to go to in order to grow your business.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, One of the things I was most excited to talk to you about was about community and specifically community among female entrepreneurs. How do you cultivate community in your life? I know that's something you do really intentionally and, and how does that help? How do you think community actually helps businesses grow?
1: Yeah. So I think with community building, uh, Simply in case anybody's wondering, what is community building? This is where I really look at it. It is like when you make sure everyone is seen and heard and felt included. And so I do this through, for example, surveys. So whether you are running a mastermind, a group program, an event, or a small business, you can send out a survey to your clientele to receive feedback of what they are liking about your business or what they are looking for more because I see what a lot of businesses will do is you're making an assumption of what your community wants from you Mm. instead of asking what they want from you and Mm. it can be as easy as a survey and Instagram poll as an event producer, I also do this through peer visual. So I will sit at an event and I will watch how everybody is socializing together, connecting together. What are they eating? Where are they drinking? Where are they congregating? So all of these pieces will give you feedback to be able to create a product or a service that your community will want from your business. And in turn, this will create more revenue for you.
0: Hmm. This is so good. I mean, it's really simple, but I don't think I've ever thought of it this way that the community isn't just me and other entrepreneurs. The community is all of the people that I'm gathering and I'm serving as the business owner and making sure that those people in my community feel seen and heard and known. That is really powerful. <laughs> I love yeah. that.
1: Yeah, it. The moment that switch came for me is I uh, I was working uh, for a conference and I was sitting down with the attendees. And after I'd gotten up, uh, my manager at the time had come up to me and she was like, is everything okay? And I was like, so I was having a conversation with them, asking what they enjoyed about the event. And I had like, you know, a page of notes from just sitting down and talking to them. And that's when I really realized that I was doing something different. It was a different approach of finding feedback immediately. And when you find feedback right away, that is the best type of feedback as well.
0: Right. But I think a lot of us avoid that kind of feedback because we're really scared of hearing that something wasn't up to par or wasn't how someone expected. How do you take in the feedback that's maybe more uncomfortable to hear and use that.
1: Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I'm always scared when I open up surveys, <laughs> wondering what people's feedback could be, but I think this is also the opportunity for you to see what others really like from you and also what makes sense for you. Cause you mm-hmm. are going to have a different thought process of what works for your business, because maybe somebody's suggesting something to you that isn't realistic. That could cost, you know, way beyond your budget because they don't understand. And so you're like, okay, this isn't going to work for me at this time, but this could work for me at a a later date. So definitely Mm -hmm. go in with that lens of what works for me, what doesn't, what is something that I can consider for the future.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, it sounds like it's also a way of serving and making it about your client or your potential client instead of making it about you, right? Like if I'm willing to hear how you perceived it and how it served you or didn't and how it met your needs or didn't, I have to be able to kind of like hold myself in that so that I'm not making it about me and I'm really letting it be just like honest feedback that I can use as information to grow.
1: Exactly. I think you definitely nailed it there. Um, The other piece that I I want to share too. that's outside of surveys is conversation. So, you know, we've been living in a very digital age and so I use Instagram a lot. That's how we connected. And so having these conversations, whether it's commenting on someone's posts, sharing their posts, sliding into their DMs that has nothing to do with you selling them something, but Mm -hmm. I love your view. I love your candle. That was a really great tip starting these conversations so that you're you're beginning to create a relationship with someone and when you then can see or you know you have a product or a service that would work for them there's no harm in jumping into that dm and saying hey i really think this would be a great fit for you as you've started conversation over time, because I think mm-hmm. we can all relate to having a cold message come into our DM about somebody selling something. I know for myself, I, I'm like block. Like I don't mm-hmm. even, there's nothing else to to say from here if you're not going to get to know me, but you think this program is for me or this product is for me without knowing who I am.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's so good. It's like, like you would do with making a friend. Like I always say to my clients, if you are at the park and you met another mom at the park, you're not going to be like, Hey, like, let's go on a date. Like we don't even know each other. Like you're going to get to know the person you're going to ask them questions. You're going to find out if you even have things in common and just doing it in that same kind of genuine curious way. And it sounds like, again, it relates to this whole service piece of like, actually wanting to get to know someone else, wanting to get to know their story instead of being like, here's all the things you need to know about me.
1: Yeah, you definitely had my mind go to like thinking about bad dates. (laughs) Right? (laughs) If you went on a bad date, you know, this person would be talking about themselves the whole time. Are you going to go on the second date with them? Probably right.
0: not. No, you'd be like, oh man, that person was annoying and I'm glad I got through it. <laughs> okay, let's also talk about community. I see now these kind of two prongs. One is like the community that we're building with our potential clients and our clients and all the people who are following us who you know might interact with our, or be interested in our product or service at some point. Then there's this other aspect of community, which is community amongst entrepreneurs, other female entrepreneurs cheering each other on. It doesn't have to be female, but a lot of my clients and listeners are females and are moms and entrepreneurs and maybe feel like they're really alone in the journey and feel like they are maybe even competing with other people. Not that that's what they want, but that's maybe how it feels. What advice do you have for female entrepreneurs in terms of creating communities of other women, I think
1: first of all, coming to the realization that there is abundance for everyone, there's room for everyone at the top. And when we encourage each other, motivate each other, and come together to deepen community, we will all be able to create more impact for ourselves. Hmm. And so cheering someone on, like I was saying earlier, going on Instagram, sharing their posts, tagging them in it, commenting on their tagging them on there. When we start to create that energy of abundance for everyone, it will only benefit you. Mm. When you come from a place of scarcity, it's like you're contracting. The fear Mm -hmm. is coming in. It's like you're blocking the abundance that could come your way.
0: Hmm. What are some ways that you do that outside of, let's say, sharing a post, commenting, liking, Are there other ways that you intentionally build community that maybe some of the listeners can also apply some of those concepts or ideas in their own business?
1: Well, right now, uh, something that I am working on and launching is called the Bespoke Creator Collective. So Bespoke Market, you mentioned it at the beginning. That's how we first connected And I've been working in events for 16 years. Uh, I've been in markets for 11 years. And one of the conversations that I've had around market vendors and organizers that they wanted to deepen community in between markets. They really want to see what each other is doing behind the scenes in their business, because what we see publicly is that highlight reel and what everybody Mm -hmm. is doing very well. You know, you will see some vulnerable stories come out here and there, but really, what are you working on behind the scenes in your business that you are trying to navigate through? So this is a new community that I am creating that is going to be online, but it's a very niche group of people that can really relate to each other that will create high impact. So going back to what can you do to create community? So whatever industry you are in, who can you bring into your space? Because maybe it's you asking a few people to come in and you're organizing it and you can share these like behind the scenes the very vulnerable pieces of what you are working on in your business. When you niche down to something very specific, then you're gonna get very specific feedback. And that is going to also bring a tighter relationship with these people because you can really relate to each other. hmm And so that's a beautiful thing about finding a very aligned community.
0: Right. And I think that's like the very thing that we're sometimes hesitant to do is to find other people who are doing very similar things to us because we think uh, those people might be our competition. But it sounds like the opposite is true, right? It's like if we're we're doing really similar things, then we're going to really get each other and we're going to be able to offer a different level of support to each other. So when you feel like, kind of pushing away or or leaning away from that there's really an opportunity to lean in to that and to actually go to those ones who are very similar to you and and use that as an opportunity for connection and support
1: yes yeah
0: 100% i would love to know You have so many years of experience. You've worked with so many different businesses. What would be your number one piece of advice for small business owners who want to grow in a sustainable way? One
1: step at a time. This Mm. is something that I find has been really helpful for me, especially when we look at a very big goal. So Mm. let's just even look at planning a market and you want to have I'll use bespoke as an example. You want to have a hundred vendors in your venue. If you're focusing on that, it will seem very overwhelming. And then that's when like the anxiety will come. You may start to feel stressed and that you might not even get to that goal. And so really breaking it down, like I like to use kind of mind mapping. So what is like one step that I can do? Create an application form. Make sure that my Stripe is all set up. Have my invoicing. How do I streamline communications? Uh, How am I going to do my FAQs? What are some advice that I can give the market vendors before they come on site to my event? What is my load-in schedule? So as you can see, I'm starting to break them down into smaller pieces so that we can manage exactly as I'm going back to the beginning, one step at a time
0: mm-hmm. to
1: get to that big goal.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. We don't have to do it all at once. We don't have to even know the how at the beginning. Sometimes the, when we take one step, it will even reveal to us what the next step is. And is there any way that people can find you, interact with you? I know you mentioned the market. You mentioned the collective. Where can people find you and connect with you?
1: Yeah, so bespokemarket.ca is my website. I have all the information on there for the membership and also for markets for 2022. Yeah, uh, you can also find uh, me on Instagram at the Bespoke Market, as well as uh, my personal handle is Shannon J Lorenz.
0: Amazing! I will put all of those links in the show notes thanks so much for taking the time to share from your wisdom and experience. I feel like we're just scratching the surface and I'm like, we got to do a part two at some point because I have more questions. But thanks again, Shannon. I really appreciate the way that you are championing community. I feel like you're such an example of what it looks like to be a, a leader who leads by service and who isn't threatened by other women is like really truly championing other women to their best so thank you for being that for this community thank
1: you i appreciate that and look forward to connecting more with you
0: yeah me too thanks so much for tuning in to today's episode if you found it helpful follow along and give us a quick review so that we can get the more heart less hustle message into the hands of more women and if you want to take this work even deeper, come check out Life Launch. It's my monthly coaching membership where we take all of these ideas and we apply them to your life so you can get the incredible results for yourself. Check it out at heatherborsma.com. We'll see you next week.